Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody, and all that good stuff. It's Scott from uh, Around the Bay with Scott and Sharon. Sharon's making dinner, and I'm doing a podcast, and the dogs are walking around on the floor above. So if you hear things, something that sounds like fingernails on a wood floor, that's what it is. But anyhow, uh, it's been a long time since uh, the last podcast. We all admit that. Uh, life's been a bit busy for us for... Well, pretty much all fall and through the winter so far, but I did want to get something put together and out um, for upcoming plans for Sundance for the 2020 charter slash sailing season, plus the work we're doing over the winter uh, on Sundance. Uh, I was down there today. Uh, she's high and dry and sleeping at Bayboat Works here in Northeast Maryland in her cradle, Um there's several things I want to get done over the winter. Uh, the least of all is finish painting the deck. I got the uh, top side, the cabin top painted last uh, last spring, but I really didn't get the deck itself done. So I would do. I definitely want to get that done. Um, I ran up to Lowe's and bought myself a moisture meter, which is either a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you, uh, what you're reading, who's writing it on Google and YouTube and everywhere else. But um, I know I have a couple of soft spots in the deck. It's a 1998 boat. I mean, you're going. That's going to happen around the chain plates and you know some of the hardware that's bolted through the deck and so on and so forth. So uh, I stopped and I bought myself a moisture meter and I went down there and checked today and actually I was pretty happy. A uh, little bit of moisture around the chain plates on either side, probably maybe six inches around, you know, on the, on the outboard side, uh, nothing inboard, uh, just on the outboard side where, you know, over time water's gotten under the chain plate and, and worked its way into the coring underneath. So, you know, lots of Googling and YouTubing here today, trying to figure out what everybody's, you know, it's everything from, you know, drill some, you know, drill holes out top side and fill it full of get rot or some equivalent product uh, to, you know, pull the laminate, cut the laminate, pull the laminate off the top, pull all the old um, soggy, wet, yucky wood out from the core uh put new wood in and then replace the uh the laminate back on top and fiberglass it back in with some uh west system well i would use west system i you know there's i you could pretty much use whatever you want so um yeah looking at that um trying to decide what to do i mean you know quite frankly the area i'm looking at is kind of minimal so maybe drilling the holes and filling it full of uh, epoxy might be the trick short term anyway um but since it's the deck and i want to paint the deck i'd really rather just i'd rather fix it correctly and uh paint the deck this year and be done with it so that's sort of what i'm leaning to it looks it's a minimal amount of uh of work it, it appears to me to do i've never done it so we'll have to make um some more youtube videos of doing that as of most of the stuff that i'm doing on this boat you know, I, 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 I didn't have to do this type of stuff on, on Mackay or the powerboat we had, but that was a whole different deal. That was a whole nother bag of tricks that we had to do, you know, with the powerboat. So, uh, learning as we go here, um, I'd like to, oh, there's one of them barking. I'd like to, uh, I want to make a new sail cover. Uh, so I've been sort of, uh, watching sail rate videos 
on what to do there. I need to. I definitely need to make a new Bimini. I have an old. The old Bimini is fine. It works fine. Um, it doesn't look real good, but it works perfect for what I need it for. But you know, I I just like to go ahead and um, make a new Bimini. So watching sail rate videos on that, I'd like to make uh, some kind of. I don't have a Dodger on the boat. I'd like to have a Dodger, but I mean here on the Chesapeake Bay uh, in the summer through our sailing season, for the most part. You don't really, you, I wouldn't want one anyway. I mean, it cuts down the wind coming through unless you get zip out um, glass, which, you know, that's probably what we would do anyway. But I really, I really haven't needed a Dodger. Uh, when it rains, it'd be nice to have one when it rains so you could leave the hatch open and not get water in the boat. That's for sure. So I'm thinking of some sort of alternative, um, you know, uh, cockpit cover to go from the front of the uh, Bimini to at least the um at least over the cabin hatch um for the charters that we do in the summer most of the people that i have on my charters really aren't specifically boaters or spend as much time in the sun that we do so uh, a couple of them uh, have said that you know that they like some more shade which i you know i have the bimini i actually carry a couple of umbrellas if i get some really light-skinned folks on board but I, I get the point, you know, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm 62 now. I'm trying to stay out of the sun much more than I did, you know, when I was younger. So, uh, you know, just for the whole skin thing, uh, as far as I'm concerned. So keeping me out of the sun's important as well. So I don't know, we're looking or, you know, plans and well, we're making plans. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But the big thing I wanted to talk about today is I'm pretty sure, and I've been talking about doing this for a couple of years, but we've not yet done it, but I'm pretty sure we're going to do the uh, Delmarva circumnavigation this year. And again, doing a lot of studying and watching videos of folks that have done it before and uh, blogs of people that have done it. So, uh, you know, I want to... Uh, you know, I'd, I'd really like to get that done this year, get that under the belt. Because, again, we've been talking about it for quite a few years now. And, you know, so, sooner or later, you got to quit talking about things and just and just do them. So that's what I'm looking at. Uh, you know, the first big decision. Well, my, my initial my initial thought is I'd like to do it clockwise. Um, it seems to be a popular choice for folks that do it. The issue is it all depends on the weather, like everything else sailing. So, I mean, I could get all the way up to day of departure and you, you get a wind shift the day before, two days before, or, or one coming the day after, which would make, you know, doing it counterclockwise a much better ride or a much quicker ride. So, I mean, I'll say for now, let's do clockwise and let's, you know, a month or so out, we'll just start watching the weather and seeing what the weather patterns are and and that sort of thing. I mean, I, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's really no big deal. I mean, I get it for, you know, for most cruising sailors. Uh, but for us here on the bay it, that have not been outside the bay on a sailing vessel, um, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, it's it's your first really overnight 
in the ocean, you know, between Cape May and Cape Charles, depending upon which way you go. I mean, it's either way, either way you go, I should say, it's an overnighter. It's the morning of one morning and into the evening of the next. Uh, so, you know, you, you get yourself offshore, you, you have to set up watch rotations, you know, you have to be cognizant of all, all the ship traffic because these are very, this is a very crowded particular piece of the East Coast here with, uh, you know, the Delaware Bay being the entrance for Philadelphia, Jersey and up the Delaware River. And of course, the Chesapeake Bay entrance is, we got Na Norfolk Naval Shipyard, plus all the shipping coming to Baltimore or, or or even up the bay and through the C&D Canal into the Delaware River. Uh, so there's a lot to there's a lot to think about. There's a lot to plan. Um, you got to have the boat ready, you know. So that's part of what I'm talking about here about getting these decks fixed and uh, getting the bimini and you know I I got to pull I got a couple little stitches in the mainsail I got to uh, patch up. So that's all part of it. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's it's pretty exciting to do. I mean. You know, in the Navy, that was a big piece of our, my job on board was, uh, you know, route planning, trip planning, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, obviously, it's a little different planning a route for a sailing vessel as opposed to a nuclear submarine. But basically, navigation is navigation. And it's all, it all works the same way, regardless if you're underwater or, or on top of the water. Believe it or not, it does. Um so, you know, I started, I, I, it's a little under 500 miles, you know, as the rub line goes, which is, which is, would be pretty much a straight line if you could lay it out. Uh, so I, I, you know, I, I've, uh, I've been using, uh, setting out some waypoints on my nav app and, and just kind of, uh, working through some, some scenarios, um, there's a full moon, July, June, June the 5th is full moon. It's the strawberry full moon. So I thought that would probably be a good time uh, to do this. I'd like to do it in May. There, I'd like to do the full moon in May, but I'm probably not going to get the boat back until May. And I don't want the uh, circumnavigation to be the maiden voyage for the year for Sundance. So I'd like, I need to get the boat back in the beginning of May and, and get a good month on it. Um, just to shake it out and make sure everything's okay. Um, so I'm thinking about leaving, uh, the Northeast river here, June one. Um, and again, so far going up the Elk river through the CND canal down the Delaware Bay to Cape May, Cape May to Cape Charles, and then Cape Charles back up the Chesapeake Bay, um, to home again, making a couple stops. We'll, I'd like to overnight, probably overnight in Chesapeake city. Uh, which is a, a quick and easy run for us here. Uh, Chesapeake City is right on the scene in the CND Canal, and there's a nice anchor base in there. And um, through the CND Canal, you definitely gotta you gotta ride the tide. Um, and so I'd like to be able to pick the tide. I don't know what those dogs are barking about, but I like to pick pick it so I could like ride the tide out of the CND Canal and down the R Delaware River as far as I could get it. Um, I think that would be a good plan if, if we could pull that off. Um, the Delaware River can kick up and be some nasty weather uh, if you get wind against current. So, uh, you know, that's a big piece of it uh, as well. But 
you know, probably so first night in uh, Chesapeake City, Maryland, second night probably in Cape May, third and fourth days are Oceanside, uh, outside from Cape May down to Cape Charles. And uh, I was thinking about coming into Portsmouth where like the, the cruisers all leave to go, you know, down island or a lot of them leave to go down island from the Chesapeake Bay. But there's a there's a little marina uh, right inside Cape Charles in the town of Cape Charles, I believe it is, that uh, uh, several people I've I've uh, I've been reading about uh, stay at, which uh, looks looks kind of nice. It's a it's a nice quaint little. Uh, Virginia town, you know, Delmarva town, as opposed to hustle and bustle of uh, Portsmouth or or Hampton or or you know somewhere on that side of the uh, of the of the bay. So we'll probably pull in there for a night. Next night would be hopefully I don't know. It could be an option to do another 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 overnight. Um, I'm not sure. We might get up as far as like St. Mary's and then hit a night there. Next night be Annapolis, spend a night there, and then from Annapolis, a run back on up the bay. So not sure. Um, you know, I'm going to, as I start really putting this thing down and working through all this, I'll keep the podcasts going this, um, this late winter and early spring just to – as sort of a, I don't know, at least what the steps that we're going through to do this, um, being it's our first time doing this sort of thing, our being myself and my wife, Sharon, um, probably pick a couple of people up to do the uh, ocean piece of it, the overnight piece, you know, probably pick up another two people. My buddy, Scott Kelsey, I think wants to go and probably one of my other, one of my other boat buddies will probably come along for that so that'll be exciting as again i say full moon strawberry moon so uh you know that should be you know the whole that whole couple days either side of the full moon would be a beautiful uh beautiful nights anyway so that's the plan a little bit of work on sundance a little bit of trip planning uh kind of Get, keeping our eye on the weather as we uh, start moving, you know, into the spring here to see what the weather patterns, how they shape up. And then we'll hit this thing. And I really can't think uh, much else going on right now as far as the charters, um, the sailing. But obviously, as always, looking up, looking forward to uh, the 2020 season coming up. As Sundance rests comfortably, easy for me to say. And it's cradle at Bay Boat Works. Uh, funny story, yesterday I was down there with my my little selfie drone, taking some drone shots, and it got away from me. <laughs> and it ended up landing on one of the shed roofs. So uh, good thing um, Bay Boat Works owner Don Green was around, and uh, I kind of mentioned to him, I said, well, if you run across it any time in the springtime, just pick it up and bring it back to me. And he wasn't very busy at the time. said, no, I'll help you find it. So, uh, you know, we looked – I didn't realize it was on the roof of the shed, but um, we looked around for 15 minutes or so I, on the ground, and I actually had grabbed uh, my stepladder, and I was looking in a couple of the 
larger boats, I thought, well, maybe it landed, you know, in the back of one of these sport fishers or something like that. But uh, we saw it on the roof, uh, grabbed a ladder, grabbed a long boat pole and, um, sorry, I was being called for dinner there, but anyhow, I got my drone back. Happy about that. Uh, so that sort of wraps this piece of it up. Uh, stay tuned for our upcoming podcast as we work towards the, uh, summer, the 2020 sailing season. And I hope you all had a great Christmas and holidays and we'll see you real soon. Thanks.